What's up, everybody? We got big NFL news, blockbuster trades. The Cowboys make a trade to acquire Jonathan Hankins, the defensive tackle from the Raiders for a conditional 2023 six-round pick, and the Eagles decide to go out and get Robert Quinn from the Bears for a 2023 fourth-round pick. Are the Eagles a little threatened by the Dallas Cowboys feeling like they you need to somebody make a on move? defense? Yeah, they That's picked the up a defensive need. players. I, well, <laughs> I have a theory. I have a theory. I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, we'll get into it, but I think the that Eagles— That defense is looking pretty good. I think the Eagles realize them beating us by only nine points with a backup quarterback. These teams are a little closer than they think, and I think they might have seen us make a move, and we'll get into that. Yeah. But uh, how you been, my friend? Good, What's up? Good. What you been up to? Doing anything exciting? Not really. Just living. Watch the— uh, the Netflix series, The Watcher, just oh. finished that up. It was probably one of the it was one of the top ten. So let me check this out, based on a true story about some house in New Jersey that someone from New York moved down to, moving their family out of the city. Yeah, but it's a tr- based on a true story about how the house gets letters sent to the mail to try to frighten the owners to like do different things, and it just like freaks the couple out. Really, and you got to watch it. It's really good. Wow, it's only seven seven episodes, and uh, so you you can blow through it. You know, I don't watch a whole episode. I'm not a Brent yeah. a binge guy, but it took about a week and a half to watch. I'll watch an episode here and there. But it's pretty good. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I I gotta tell you, I I like I like those shows that have a limited amount of episodes. Yes, because they tend to be the best ones. Because the problem is, some of these shows become successful, and then they are like they just keep dragging. I'll it give on you an instance. I'm in the. I started watching Stranger Things. And that's been out for a long time, um, but I just started watching it maybe two months ago. I think there's five seasons. I'm in the very end of it. I've been in the very end of it for a month. I can't get through the last eight episodes. I got through like first four. And I got four more to go, and you'd think, well, this is the climax ending. No, it's like I'm ready to like move on. Right. So I haven't even finished it. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm I'm with you. You know, speaking of people having to watch things in my home league, two two of the four home leagues I'm in. I've had to watch the waiver wire because I lost Brees Hall because he's done for the year. And, dude, it's so sad because I had this guy in two of the leagues, and he was having a monster year. So up until the point of his injury, Uh Brees Hall had 463 yards rushing, four touchdowns. He had 19 receptions, 218 yards yards and a touchdown. And I got to tell you, man, he was on pace maybe to be a candidate for rookie of the year. Yeah. And the fact that he got injured sucks so bad because I ended up picking up Gus Edwards in one of my leagues off the waiver wire, which I'm not down about, but I'm not excited about. I got Gus and uh, one of our leagues together on Sunday about about noon because it was just free. I was like, let me grab Gus here. I don't think Drake's going to be the answer. But yeah, the funny thing with Brees Hall, it's not like he started the season like he has been playing. They had Michael Carter in the mix yeah. First three weeks, it was basically split across the board, and then it steadily became Brees Hall's backfield. Yeah, Brees Hall's third down and long, and he was the bell cow at that point. Yeah, so I think if he'd have been in there from week one, you're talking top five running back. Yeah, you know, right now and probably a first round pick well, next year in fantasy. Across and he's the board. a big reason why the Jets are five and two. Oh my right gosh! Now. Yes. I mean, I've heard people give numerous reasons as to why, and 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 that's fine, but. To me, Brees Hall is a big part of it. I watched him, you know, take chicken crap and turn it into chicken salad <laughs> numerous times. Yeah. Um, I don't think Zach Wilson's that good. I don't think he's done anything extraordinary or spectacular. And remember, Zach Wilson didn't even start the season with this team. Joe Flacco did because yeah. Wilson was hurt. But Brees Hall, to your point, has been a constant, and he's been and he's been good. And the more he played, the better he got. And it just sucks and to I, see him. It go does, out that and I way. tell you, I think they're going to go back to the Jets of old. 
You got Elijah Moore wanting to trade, so yeah. they're benching him. Now you got Brees Hall going. I mean, gone. Yeah. It's going to go back to the, the Jets way I think we thought with yeah. Brees Hall. Now, Michael Carter's good. They picked up James Robinson, um, which is another whole question to me. It's like, why don't they think Michael Carter can have right. the number one role here? What do right. you think? Why do you think that? Because no matter what, Michael Carter's never given that opportunity to get those downs. I have two theories as to why I think they may have traded for James Robinson. My first theory is, is if you have bad things happen enough, you will begin to expect bad things to happen. Yeah. So if you're the coach of the New York Jets, he came from San Francisco. Everybody knows when you are sitting in your draft and you're looking to draft a running back, when you see the San Francisco running back on the board, and that may change next year with, with Christian McCaffrey, but right. up until this year, you draft with the expectation that the injury's coming. When I drafted Elijah Mitchell this year, I said, he'll be hurt at some point because San Francisco running backs always get hurt. So I think the Jets are looking at it going, we got to have multiple quality backs. I think the other problem is, whether it's fair or not, is I think they look at Michael Carter and they go, he's good, but that's his ceiling. His yeah. ceiling is good. Okay, right. I think they, they saw the explosiveness out of Brees Hall, and they don't think they're going to get that out of Carter. And so they're saying, you know what? James Robinson, and in, in, in fairness, it was becoming Travis Etienne's backfield anyway in Jacksonville. Yeah. So it makes sense for both teams. My yeah. only question is now, does the arrival of James Robinson and still the presence of Michael Carter make both of them fantasy irrelevant because you're so worried about starting them because I think you're going to get a situation where this week Carter plays great so everybody's like oh I got to start him and then next week it's a James Robinson yes. show do you think that I think because that's how it was in Jacksonville too it was yep. it was Robinson and the next week it was ETN and you're like well at this point what am I supposed to do and yeah. there's so many backfields like that in the league now yeah there's only a few handful of teams that are bell cow this is my guy almost Every down, passing, running. There's not. There's not many left. No, there's which not. Which I hate. I can't stand yeah. it. I can't stand but the, it. But you know, again, to your point, you and I talk about this all the time. We are in the camp of saying you don't pay your running backs big money because of just the nature of the position. And if you look at what the Jacksonville Jaguars did, it makes perfect sense. They got a six round pick, and if if James Robinson rushes for six hundred or more yards, it becomes a fifth round pick. So if you're Jacksonville, James Robinson was going into his third year. Yeah. So the payday of wanting something was going to come. Oh, absolutely. So they got something for him. And for the Jets, they're acquiring a quality right. back. So I think he's a quality back to a team that needs it. But I, I'm I'm with you. I just uh, it, it it just sucks for Brees Hall, it man. Does. But it's been such a crazy year. And and I was thinking about this too because I want to go back to just like five or six years ago. I remember because you know you and I are both fans of multiple yeah. sports. And I would go back and I would look at. Other game, other other sports, baseball, basketball. You always saw trades. The NFL, you didn't see trades that much during the season. You saw it yeah. after the season or before the season. But now it seems like, just like in the other sports, right before the trade deadline, who's getting traded, who's getting yeah. moved. You're seeing a lot more movement, whether it's Christian McCaffrey going to San Francisco. I mean, just you're seeing a lot more movement, and it, the league has just gotten so crazy. Speaking of, of that, how crazy the league's gotten. What do you make of all these three and four teams? Teams that we never thought. Frank, if I told you at the start of the season that by week eight, the Seattle Seahawks would be leading the NFC West at four and three. If I told you by week eight, there wouldn't be one team in the NFC South 
that had a winning record, that the Buccaneers were 3-4, and four, oh, yeah. and it only had one game where they've scored 21 points. There's no way. You take the bet all day long. Yeah, if I told you Green Bay, seven games into the season, is 3-4 and four and lost to Washington, you would go, that's insane. But then the icing on the cake, the thing that would have made you go, what bizarro universe am I living in, is if I tell you the best division in football right now, the NFC East. We thought the exact opposite at the beginning of the year. We said this is going to be the worst division in yep. football. Just cancel it out besides the Eagles and Dallas. Yep. It's the exact opposite. The exact opposite. It's so crazy. The funny thing is, I think scoring's down. I think a lot of the defenses are in, in zone coverage. They don't want to get beat deep. And they're willing to just let these guys have seven-yard catches, six-yard catches, and run the clock. I think the games are just accelerating time with less scoring because of the way the defenses are playing. Yep. Every every team every yep. team is like that. How many, how many bombs have you seen this year? 80, 90 yards. Besides Gabriel Davis had the 98. A couple guys had 60. I mean, you're talking – that used to be a regular yeah. every Sunday – now it's just like you see a guy get seventy yard touchdown pass, you're like, whoa, who was that? Well, you're like, wow, that just happened. You know, it doesn't speaking, happen anymore. Speaking to your point, okay, we've talked about this in previous shows, and by the way, I, I don't disagree with you when you when you say these things because you've been right about a lot and you've been very accurate on Lamar Jackson. But let's take Lamar for example, okay? I agree with you. Uh, Lamar will play great for three, four quarters, and then the end of the game he throws the bonehead pick or he fumbles fumbles or he does something. But Lamar Jackson's numbers on the year, and this is just to show you to your point about scoring being down and and the offensive play being down. Lamar Jackson, this is passing. I'm going to give you passing and rushing. Passing on the year through seven games, he has 1,397 yards, 13 touchdowns, and six picks. Okay. He also adds in 510 yards rushing and two touchdowns. But we'll eliminate the rushing for a minute. We'll go just with the passing. I'm going to throw some names out there. Okay, Kyler Murray. All right, I would be willing to bet that in probably most fantasy drafts, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson were neck for neck. Right, like probably went yeah. reasonably within, within a round. Yeah, Murray has seven touchdowns on the year to four picks, and he's thrown for 1,667 yards. Jalen Hurts playing great this year. Everybody's hyping up Jalen yeah. Hurts. Jalen Hurts thrown six touchdowns. Six. Right. Six to two interceptions, and he's thrown for 1,500 yards. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has two less touchdown passes than Lamar Jackson, yeah. and he's thrown for 1,597 yards. Yep. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been, we all we saw the game last week, 400-plus yards. Yeah. Great. Won me a league last week, or won me a, a, you know, a game in the league right. last week. 15 touchdown passes. Yeah, and he so started you, off slow. Yeah, if you look at Lamar's numbers, I don't know if you equate it to just things being out of whack in the NFL, but his numbers are still, if I'm his agent, I'm going, look down the list, guys. Yeah. Look look at the numbers. I mean. So he'll call his mom the night at dinner and they'll get it all squared away. <laughs> yeah, really. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, mom? Should we mom. take the- <laughs> That's so. Why it, order me the that? extra cheese on this one, and then we'll talk to the agent. Why is he doing that? I have no I, idea. I, mean, I get it. I mean, I, you know, it's if it's a five percent, three percent, whatever. I get it. That's big numbers when you're talking two hundred fifty million. Yeah, but million, give your agent three to five percent. Your agent still hook your mom you up. Guaranteed contract, yeah, and you can still yeah. hook your mom up. I'm well, still not a fan of Lamar. I just think if you've seen these games, if he's in the playoffs and throws an interception fourth quarter with six minutes, they lose. It's yeah. a relative what contract he has. It's a relative how long it is. And everything I've seen from him, I'd bet on it yeah. all day long. Lamar's going to throw a bad pass for an interception in the third or fourth quarter that's going to cost you the game. 
it's the hardest position I think to play in professional yeah. sports. I, I I truly believe that, man. It's so difficult to be good at quarterback. Yeah. It, there's so many things that come into the equation, and that's what separates the elites. You yeah. know that the gap is is miles. Because me and wide. you thinking about it, we used to play football all the time. You'd go hike and you have seven or eight Mississippi. Yeah, watch a football game. They got two or three, maybe two seconds yep. to throw the ball. Think about that. One, two. The ball's gone. Yep. That receiver is not even in the spot yet that he's supposed to be in. They have to read it and anticipate it. It's not just me and you playing catch. Yeah, it's harder than what everyone thinks, and that's why. Not every team, and they has a good quarterback, and why they pay so much for the the eight to ten guys in the league that are that good because it just can't find somebody that can do yeah. it. No, I, I I agree with you. Uh, I, I agree with you a hundred percent, man. <laughs> I just I I don't know, man. I'm just like this is absolutely. Every week just I check insane. the scores and, and the games. I just I shake my head. I call my son. I'm like, here we go again. Yep. And you know, every week I'm like, here we go again with the scores or some of the people scoring. I'm like. Yep. Another week of this. It hasn't changed since week one. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm 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 with you. You know, speaking of of quarterback play, uh, we were talking about how crazy the league has mm-hmm. been this year. And I want to ask your opinion. We were talking a little bit the other night, we were, you know, going over some of the stuff for yeah. the show and, and, and we brought this up and I, I I I thought it would be interesting to talk about. What is a team that has surprised you this year for how they've been better than you thought? And what is a team that's really surprised you that's been worse than you thought? I'll start with the worst. I like to save the best for last. Yeah. I, I got my disappointment of the year, and you could pick so many, like you're saying, that are three and four, two and five, and you're just like, that team should be in, the, in first place. But for me, it's the Green Bay Packers. At three and four, they got two, I think they're two games now behind Minnesota at five and one. They can't throw. They have no one to throw to. Alan Lazard this year, 340 yards. Four touchdowns, which is okay through seven weeks. But you think about 340 yards through seven weeks. I'm no mathematician, Mm -hmm. but it's about 50 yards a game. Mm -hmm. 50 yards a game. That's your number one wide wide receiver. On an offense that's throwing the ball nonstop. Throwing the ball. And that's, that's my second point. Aaron Jones, 78 attempts this year, 432 yards. Once again, he hasn't been hurt seven games. He's getting you're so you're telling me he's getting ten to eleven carries yeah. a game, a whole game. That's that means crazy. he's getting four to six carries every half. Think about that. That's crazy. Green Bay has the ball, you know, whatever, five to six times before the halftime, probably at least two possessions a yeah. quarter, sometimes two. But I mean, it's just it's nonsense. If you think about the Bell Cows in the league right now, Nick Chubb, 126 carries. Yep. Saquon Barkley, 143 carries. Yep. Josh Jacobs, 111 carries. They're pushing 700, 750 yards. Aaron Jones, 78 carries, almost half. And A.J. Dillon's been on the pine the last two weeks. He hasn't been involved in this as much as he was at the beginning. They're disappointing. I I don't see him getting out of this. I didn't think Devontae Adams was going to have that big of an effect. But, boy, uh, you've seen the memes (laughs) about Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers missing each other. It's real, dude. It is real. It is. That's real. my disappointment. It is real. I got Devonte Adams in in one of my home leagues, and it and, and it's real. And I really thought, and I made the argument, and I'll admit I was wrong because I'd seen receivers like Greg Jennings and other guys leave, Jordy Nelson, guys that had played really well yeah. under Rodgers leave, and Rodgers never missed a exactly. Beat. And I thought the same thing would happen with Adams, and I was wrong. 
Um, I think that the the Packers, and I could be wrong, but I think they've relied so much on the talent of Aaron Rodgers that maybe they neglected positions that they shouldn't have neglected, yeah. and it's catching up to them. Mine is the three and four Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have have tried to figure out why is this team not only not playing well, but losing to a team like Carolina with what PJ Johnson as the PJ quarterback. P- yeah, what, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, no Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I, I have a, I have a question that I, I wanted to ask you. So, we heard all the reports when Brady left New England. And the impression I got is that Brady felt disrespected. He felt like he didn't have a voice in the organization that he'd earned. And he felt like it was kind of like, you're just a player, you do what you're told. So, going to Tampa... Brady is, I have more say. I can go out and help recruit players. I have a voice in who comes here. I have a voice in how the offense is run or whatever. It works the first year. They win the Super Bowl. Last year, they were a good football team. But all of a sudden, Bruce Arians, who was the head coach of this team, who won a Super Bowl just two years prior, is moved to the front office. Just out the door. I'm not a coach anymore. This man's been a coach for however many years. I'm not a coach anymore. And I'm asking the question, was this Brady flexing his authority and having Arians moved because Arians is a hothead. Arians is not a guy that always plays nice with others. And there's been some questionable things, and you brought up something in the past that i give you a chance to bring up because it is a concerning thing. But I'm wondering, though, is this part of the reason? Because Arians is an offensive mind. The Bucs have had one game this year where they've scored 21 points. They haven't scored 21 in any other game. They're averaging just 3.1 yards per carry. Their run blocking has not been great at all. They've not been getting good tight end play at all. Um, and even when Cameron Brait was healthy, they weren't being utilized. You got Kyle Rudolph, you got Cameron Brait, and I didn't see Brady really utilizing either one mm-hmm. of those guys. But something is wrong with this football team. Right now, this team and and just, you know, just 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 being honest, they're 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 nearing the bottom of the league. Last year they were the second best offense in football, only behind the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. What happened? I tell you, if I think Arians, you hit it on the head with Arians. And this to me started in New Orleans. He was on the sidelines, remember? What front office guys on the sidelines? Okay, at the Super Bowl, the game's almost over. You're about to win. The owners come down out of the booth. Arians on the sidelines at, at New Orleans. Remember mm-hmm. that a couple mm-hmm. few weeks ago? Mm-hmm. What's he doing down there? Right. What's he doing down there? He's like, I. He's probably was once again hot headed. I should be on the sidelines right now. Yep. And he came down. He was part of the whole drama with the Saints secondary and cornerbacks and the fighting and with Mike mm-hmm. Evans getting suspended. So that's exactly a big part of it. Is I think that they lost him. He's hot-headed. That could be controlling things. And and with your tight end thing, yeah. I mean Gronkowski. I didn't. I thought he was old and washed up. He wasn't last year. He was throwing up two touchdowns a game through the end of the year in the playoffs. I, only thing I'll say is Godwin came in with his injury. Didn't really come on until week three or four. Yeah. Julio's Julio. He's hurt every week. I think their weapons are struggling now. I yeah. really do. I mean, they got they got Leonard Fournette and they got the rookie, I believe, White. Yeah, Rashad yeah, White. He's a fast guy on third down. You know, I, I just think between the talent, the coaching, and I, I think their heads were a little filled with the game last week. It's yeah. Carolina. McCaffrey left. Right. We got this. 
And that drop by Mike Evans, even Evans said it himself. He said, that was a dagger for our team. Yeah. When I dropped that ball, he said, the air went out of our team. Yeah. And it's only going to take one play like that every week, and the air is going to drop out of that team. And Brady can't be yelling at people. Yeah. You can't be yelling every week at the offensive line, and then you're yelling at somebody else, and then it, it's just organization's yeah. a mess. I mean, It's the, a mess right now. You know, I watched the interview. Um, it was a clip, actually, that I saw, but – it was of Ryan Fitzpatrick, and he was telling the story yep. about why he really didn't like Brady, and he was talking about when they beat, you know, he said, I'm up in Buffalo. They beat us year after year after year, and we finally get a win against them. And he walks off the field, he wouldn't shake our hand. And he was like, all the times that I went and shook your hand when you beat me, and I was right. a sportsman, and the one time I beat you, you can't shake my hand. So Brady's Brady's a hothead. He, he has He's his dead. moments too, but I'm also asking this question. There is one guy I know who has been undefeated, throughout all of history, and that's Father Time. Right. He will catch up to all of us. That's right. Are we beginning to see, at 45 years old, Father Time catch up to Tom Brady? Yeah, him, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Russell Wilson's getting up there. He's not that old, but you can see, man, these guys, they're not the same They're not the same quarterbacks as five, even, even three years ago. Agreed. And you got the guys. You got Jalen Hurts, like you said. You got... Uh, Josh Allen. These guys are running around. Mahomes is, you know, doing Mahomes things. Yeah. It's it's a different league now. It is. You got to be able to run a little bit. I'm not saying you got to be Jalen Hurts and, and Lamar Jackson and run 100 yards a game. You got to be able to get out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's a prime example of 350 yards, but guess what? He got 65 on the ground because yep. he picked up three first downs and they scored a touchdown later yep. because of that. Aaron Rodgers isn't picking up no first down on third and 11. No. Josh Allen will. Jalen Hurts will. That's the difference in the league. These guys need to probably uh, move on a little earlier, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think, and and, I mean, honestly, it's one of those things where it's so hard to get this position right that when you do get it right, you hold on for so long with the hopes. You know what I mean? Because it is difficult. Well, let me ask you this. So jumping from that, let's go to your surprise team. Who's the team that has just shocked you? You can't believe they're playing the way they are. You mentioned this a little bit already and took took a little of my thunder, but we didn't talk about this. The Seattle Seahawks, man. Four and three leading the NFC West. The Rams three and three. San Francisco three and four. Arizona three and four. Never in a million years. Nope. Wouldn't have put five dollars on it nope. at the beginning of the season. Geno Smith, seventeen hundred yards, eleven touchdowns, three interceptions. The same as Aaron Rodgers. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, sixteen hundred, eleven and three. They both have eleven and three. You know what the difference is? Who got hurt here recently, which doing pretty good? Rashard Penny. Yep. Ken Walker looks like a number one fantasy yes. running back right now. Oh, my gosh. You got Metcalf and Lockett. The only game that they like were really in bad shape, I was like, man, their defense is horrible, was against Detroit. Yep. Detroit and them had a shootout, 48-45. Mm-hmm. If you look at the statistics since then, they're not lights out, but they're holding teams. Yeah. They beat the Chargers last week in San Diego, 37-23. I think they're for real. If you ask me right now, with these, the way the San Francisco's defense looks, Garoppolo makes a mistake every game that costs them a game. He's, mm-hmm. it, it's he throws an interception or another bad safety last week. Yeah. I couldn't believe how he played. The Rams look horrible. Their offensive line is horrible. All they can throw to is Cup. And you got Arizona. They're inconsistent. Yep. One week they score forty. Next week they score nine. Seattle can win this division. That's yep. all I'm going to say. They're my surprise team. Geno Smith's probably one of the biggest surprises at quarterback in the league. Yep. That's that's I'll my be honest team, with man. You. If you can run the ball. 
and you can play good defense. Ken Walker's looking like you the can man. beat anybody, and Seattle's doing it as well as anybody. Yep. I'm watching Kenneth. I'm watching Kenneth Walker, and I'm like, holy cow, he's like the new Marshawn Lynch. That's what I'm saying. This guy's just rolling, just rolling. And Pete Carroll's been there. He knows how to coach. It's a yep. prime example with Brady. Like you're saying, they're changing coaches with Arians coming in. Pete Carroll's been there through the Super Bowls with Marshawn mm-hmm. Lynch and Russell Westbrook. You're thinking Russell Westbrook's gone. This team is. They're four and twelve. That's probably what I would have picked them in the preseason. Mm-hmm. No, they've already won four. Yeah, that's my surprise team, and I think they can go on. I, believe it or not, I'm Frank, on board with them winning the division. I'll be honest with you, man. When they, I, I owe Pete Carroll an apology yep. because I accused him of tanking the season. I <laughs> right. said if you're getting rid of Russell Wilson and you're going with Geno Smith, you're tanking the season. What I didn't know is that there was a tank, and that was a tank that they were running <laughs> through that division and right. just demolishing everything because Geno Smith has looked fantastic, and maybe in fairness to Pete Carroll, he saw that and he said, you know what? Geno's not a bad player. That's right. Russ is aging. There's Clearly, he's not right. You can see that in Denver. Maybe Pete Carroll, who saw him every day, said, you know what? Now's the time to make this move because... Russ still has the image of the old Russ, but he doesn't have the body of the old Russ. Think about it like this. We were talking about Brees Hall earlier and what he was giving to the Jets, and they are 5-2. and two. Guess what? Walker's not hurt. Yep. Walker's a rookie. Walker can give this team the rest of the season what Brees Hall was giving to the Jets. Yep. They can run this, not run the division, but they can come into the last game week 17, needed to win, and go get it. Absolute Man, I couldn't. I, I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I love agree it. with you more. My shock team, I'm just going to be straight, New York Giants. I don't even know where to even start because they're just playing good football. This is a team, and, and I'm going to give Brian Dayball a lot of credit because he comes from an organization that had a history of winning. He comes from a coach in Belichick who who, who is always prepared, you know, uh, thorough on everything. And a lot of his coaches have gone on to fail. Okay, we've seen, I mean, you know, you, you, you can go look at the Raiders, okay? Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels, he's had two stents as a head coach. Both of them so far not great. Um, then you had Matt Patricia in Detroit. That was a disaster. Okay, you there's there's been numerous guys, but what the Giants are doing number one is they've Saquon's healthy and they've you you mentioned it earlier 140 plus attempts. They're they're putting the ball in the hands yep. of their best player. The other thing that I'm very impressed with and the Giants now are in a very interesting situation because they didn't pick up Daniel Jones's fifth-year option. Right. Okay? So at the end of this year, Daniel Jones is a free agent. And I think you can make an argument that Daniel Jones is playing good enough. They may have to franchise tag him at the end of yes. this year. Just I wouldn't go into a long-term deal, but they may have to tag him. But the other side of it is you still got Barkley sitting there. So as good as they're playing... And as great as that is, the downside is you may be put in a situation where you go, man, maybe the Daniel Jones era isn't over because he's not playing bad at all. And I just think they're receivers, okay? They have have no-name receivers. Yeah, they have no-name. I'll let you take it. Just just, just (laughs) go on about their receiving court. All i got to say is Galladay. Mm -hmm. Sterling Shepard out for the year. Who's this guy throwing to? Nobody. Wondell Robinson, he's hurt yep. every other week. You got Kadarius Tony hadn't played all year. Slayton comes in, wasn't even on. He was inactive the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, we need a guy. You're back up. He yep. comes in, has been catching touchdowns. Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones is playing. And playing. to your point, he's like this new age quarterback. He can run. He can, the guy can get out of the pocket. He can make plays with his legs. I, I'm I think very, he had 100 yards last week. Yeah, I'm I really, believe he did. Yeah, I had him. I picked him up. Because, Rushing. Yeah, I had. Yeah. Well, I had Jalen Hurts on a bye. 
in one of my home leagues. So I'm like, well, I need a quarterback. So I picked up Daniel Jones off the waiver wire. He got me 30 points. Wow. He got me 30 points. I'm like, man, I'll okay. take it. You know what I mean? I've had a lot of luck in that in that season. But I want to I want to jump, stay in the NFC East. I want to go back to what we mentioned at the beginning of the show. There were two trades. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys acquire Jonathan Hankins from the Raiders. He's a defensive tackle. They give up a six-round pick. And then right after that, the Eagles trade for veteran defensive end Robert Quinn. They get him from the Bears, and they give up a fourth-round pick in 2023. And I'm looking at the timing because I've always heard the saying, timing is everything. I'm looking at this move, and I'm going, okay. I can't argue with you right now that the Eagles are the best team in the division because they're undefeated, and they beat the Cowboys. And I'm not going to be a Cowboys excuse maker, (laughs) but they beat the Cowboys by nine points and the Cowboys had a backup quarterback. I don't believe Dak throws three picks in that game. Not saying the Eagles still wouldn't have won, but I don't believe Dak throws three picks. And I'm wondering if the Eagles saw this move, saw, okay, the Cowboys' defense is solid, and they're steadily adding pieces. We might be ahead of them, but we're not a long way ahead of them. Right. Maybe we need to make a move, too, to shore things up. Is that a possibility, or is this just coincidence? No, I think it's a possibility because, I mean, the Eagles, like I said, they've had some close games. Detroit, mm-hmm. that game, they were up big. Dallas came back. And like I said, I'm with you. I, I see Cooper Rush. I saw that game, most of it. He threw some passes that were just ill-advised that he yeah. didn't need to make, or they were off uh, off the back foot, scrambling out of the pocket. I don't think that makes that play either. Dak may pick it up and run, or he may throw across his body, hit somebody else, or even throw it out of bounds. Yeah. And not throw the ball for the interception, and they still get to punt it, maybe, yeah. or they get. So that's a completely different game. I, I think so. I just I'm surprised Dallas needs help on defense every game I watch. I'm like, I don't think I need help. Yeah. I need some help. I think I think they're going with the old Jimmy Johnson yeah. method, which is so. What if we got three Pro Bowlers on the defensive line? We're going to bring in another guy because you can never <laughs> right. have too much talent, yep. and you keep rotating fresh people. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Johnson used to do that in the 90s. He would rotate his defensive linemen. So we always had fresh pass rushers coming mm-hmm. in, and we just terrorized offenses because, I mean, Jimmy Johnson, is, a, in my opinion, is a genius as yeah. a coach. And I think, you know, had he stayed, we'd have won more Super Bowls, but that's another topic for another day. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in the, the way this division is playing out because you hear it's, it always seems to be Cowboys, Eagles, but man, the Giants are right there. You, the Giants you, are scaring me. I watch a couple post game interviews where they've grabbed Barkley after the game, and they keep asking the same questions: What do you think about the game, and why did the why did this happen? And every time someone from their team answers a player, he's like, "We're all on the same page, man." Yep. He's like, "The coaches, the players." He said, "We have one goal." He said, "It's not about." I think they asked him why he slid down at the one. He's like, "It doesn't matter." He said, "I want to end the game. The goal is to win the game." He's like, that's what it's about. Yep. We're all on the same page, and that's the that's huge. That is. Yep. That's that why is, that's another reason they're six and one. Yeah, that is. It's extremely huge, to be honest with you. And that's where I think some of your other football teams, like Tampa, the, Tampa, yeah. Washington. Yes. I know they won this week against the Packers, and I give them congratulations because I didn't think I think that was Heineke's happen. a better quarterback. Not that's to get into that game, hundred percent. I didn't think they needed Wentz. Heineke could have got the. Heineke could have had the job without even a competition in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He played enough at the end of the year, was good enough, the games were close enough. There's no reason to pay once $28 million. Yeah. They had Heineke, and you saw what he did last week. All of a sudden, Terry McLaurin's alive. Yeah. Oh, that guy's still in the NFL? Yeah. yeah because Wentz is gone. That's why. Yep. The game changed when he came in. I'm just, I know I Green agree. Bay's in trouble, but. 
Well, and again, just like with the Giants, if you want to win, you have to put the ball in the hands of your yep. best player. Okay, you have to put the ball. Mike Evans last week was targeted, I think, fifteen times. <laughs> they only had, I think, five wow. or six catches, however many it was. Yeah. But the point is, Brady was targeting his best player on offense. That's what you have to do. Yeah. If you want to win games, you have to put the ball in your best players, your best players' hands. But. Uh, you know, listen, it, it is what it is, man. It's It's been a crazy year. It's going to continue. None of us called any yeah. of this. Anybody that says they saw this is is, is crazy. Um, But it, it is what it is. But we got a, speaking of Tampa and speaking of the Ravens, we talked a little bit, they play Thursday night. Yep. I'm excited. This is a huge game for both of these teams. It is. Who, I don't want to say who needs to win more because I know the Bucks have have a losing record. But... Who needs this win more? Tampa Bay does. Tampa. I think 100%. I think if the Ravens lose, no one's going to be surprised here because of the losses to the Giants and the Dolphins where they, they almost blew, blew the game to the Browns. Yeah. I don't see how if, if they blow this game in any fashion, be, be, I'm sorry, lose by two or lose by 20, okay, the Ravens lost, Bucks are back. That's going to be the storyline. I think the Bucks are going to beat them. See, I disagree with you. I think the Ravens need to Do win, you? and here's why. For exactly the reason you just said, I know that the Ravens have a winning record. I know not by much, but they do. But who is this Ravens team? No this is a Ravens team that almost lost to Cleveland, right? This is a Ravens team that almost lost to Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback. All right, you're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they're three and four. I feel like even if they fall to three and five, as long as Brady's on the field until otherwise proven, I give them a chance. You have to win this game if you're the Baltimore Ravens. You have to make a statement now that you're the best team in this division. You have to make a statement. Because, look, the Bengals are hot right now. Bengals right, The hot. Bengals are hot. And the Bengals are on your heels. So you know what? If you're the Ravens, you have to have— If you lose this game, it changes the entire trajectory yeah. of your season going forward. Lamar needs to build his confidence. He needs to be the playmaker in this game. And I think they have to win this game. This is a must-win both game. Both teams, really. It for, is. I agree, for both. both. But who do you have? In, in in the world of Frank the Tank, who does Frank the Tank have winning this game? I got the Bucks winning. Do you? I got the Bucks winning a close one. I think Lamar will make a mistake. It's it's If it was at the, at Baltimore, I'd say uh, maybe not, the way the yeah. Bucks played at, at Carolina. But it's at Tampa. I just think that the Brady's going to come back and have a Brady game. Yeah. That's just the way I feel about it. And, and another thing with the Ravens, Mark Andrews last week, two targets, no catches. He's questionable, and all the report says is he's taking his rest and yada, yada, yada. I'm not buying it. Yeah. Something's wrong with Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. He's never been questionable. Zero fantasy Zero. points for Mark Andrews against the Browns. I'm not buying it. Something's wrong with this guy. Yep. They're not saying it. They're just saying, oh, he needs a rest day or he needs a, a you know, a, a day just to – no, something's wrong. I think that's another reason I'm picking the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you he is the only receiver that the Ravens have that's even – you can even consider starting on a regular basis in fantasy. Yep. And to your point, if he has zero points and he is Lamar's guy, something's I agree happening. with you, something's going on. I'm going to say that I think the Ravens win this game only because I do think that the Ravens' defense will be able to get pressure on Brady. This offensive line, they're, to me, if if the Bucks are going to get back on track and start winning, they got to run the football. 
They've got to get the run going. I think they're 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 not having success early with the run, and so they're getting away from it, and they're dumping more and more in Brady's lap, and it's it's just for whatever reason it's not working. Yeah. I know it has in the past, it's not now, but I think that the Ravens win this game, and I, I just think that the Ravens will do enough. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't really think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I think it'll be a close game. But I think the Ravens eke out a win here. I, yeah. I just do, and. You know, we do our fantasy segment for everybody watching, our Captain Showdown mode. Are you ready to get into that? I'm ready. So let's jump into that. We got our ride or die guy, our try guy, and our shy guy. And for those of you that are maybe haven't seen the show before, the ride or die guy that we give is the guy that we're absolutely going to put in our lineup. Our try guy is a guy that has good value and potential that you might be worth giving a try. And then our shy guy is the guy we say, stay away from that guy. We just, you know, again... You do what you want with your fantasy team, but we're telling you what our opinions are. And if you guys disagree or you want to go a different route, put it in the comments below the video. We'd love to, to hear where you're coming from. So, Frank, let's start with our ride or die yep. for Thursday Night Football, Ravens and Bucks. Who is Frank the Tanks? Ride or die, gotta have guy. If you remember my boy Tua, you're going to remember Tom Brady tomorrow night. Tua did it to him. I don't see why Brady can't. They haven't gotten that much more, you know, that much better in the back in the secondary. Excuse me. I think Brady flex ten thousand, captain fifteen thousand. He's my ride or die. I think he's gonna have like a revenge it. game here. So you are all in on Thomas and the Bucks Brady. went in. Yep. So my ride or die. I'm gonna just jump right over to the other side to be your captain, and that's what he'll be. Seventeen thousand seven hundred dollars. It is pricey, but I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson. To me in this game, the only player I can 100% count on to put up points is Lamar. Between the rushing, between the passing, Lamar's going to put up points, and I want those captain one-and-a-half points. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want the extra points. I'm willing to pay for it this week because to me, Lamar's the only sure pick that I see that's going to put up points regardless of win or lose. Um, Tampa Bay's defense is six versus the pass, and, and in that situation you say, ah, I don't know. But they're 16th versus the run. And I feel like Lamar could have anywhere between 80 to 100 yards rushing, rushing. in this game. Maybe sneak in a touchdown. I am go. I think he'll lead the team in rushing. I'm going with Lamar Jackson as my rider. It's hard to go wrong that way. I, I got <laughs> to. And I don't want to pay the 17-7, but I got to. Yeah. I got to. So I'm going to try the next guy. Somebody I picked up, we've talked about. I like Gus Edwards. He's 7,600. Two TDs last week coming back off the injury. They actually used them on like 36% of the touches, uh, plays on offense. Um, Drake had the big week the week before and then fell off. I yep. think Gus Edwards is back. I don't think he's going to play more than 50% of the snaps, but I think he'll get enough of the snaps at that price and a touchdown. I got to try him. I think yeah. the Ravens are going to get away from the Lamar game like you're talking about yep. where he's 100 yards. They're going to try to be more balanced at this point, and that's what Gus Edwards is going to bring to this team, yeah. which is going to help him. Yeah, I agree with you. I, uh, I I actually think Gus isn't a bad play. My try guy, again, I'm going to go running back, but I'm going to go the opposite side, and I'm going to go with Richard White. Now, my logic behind Richard White is this. In the last two weeks, he's had 10 attempts for 36 yards. Not anything crazy. But he's had four receptions for 19 yards. He's been targeted six times. You say, mm, doesn't sound like much of a try guy. Here's why. I think the Bucks realized they got to they win. 
think they're going to be a little desperate. I think they're not super happy with the 3.1 yards per carry that yeah. Leonard Fournette's putting out. And I think that due to the fact that they're not getting the production from their receivers, I think you're going to start seeing a little bit more of James White and Rashard White. Yeah. And I think this could be the week. I think White's going to start being more involved. Good price. I, To me... It's worth a try. And and again, we talk about this. It's not always it's the price of the player yeah, the versus price. the possibility of production. I like White. I think I think there's something there. He's my try guy this week. I'm gonna put him in my lineups. I like it. Because he's gonna be in there on third down at some point. Yeah. You know, Leonard Fournette's not playing the whole game. He's not playing hundred percent of the That's snaps. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And 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 they need somebody else to step up and be a pass catcher. Yes. They they need that. I mean, Scotty Miller comes out of wherever he's been and he has two catches for six yards. That's not gonna get it done. Yeah. We saw how James White was utilized in that Patriots offense. I think he had what? Didn't he have something like eighteen catches Crazy. or something yeah. in that Super Bowl game? James yeah. White was a was a guy just like Rob Gronkowski. He was a safety valve for Brady. And I think you're gonna see that. I think you're starting to see him fall in to that role. So I like Rashad White this week. Uh, yeah, I like the pick. I'm shying away from this guy, um, Duvernay. The last three games, guess how many catches this guy has? <laughs> I'm going to say five. He's got eight. Eight, wow. Rashard Bateman's been out. Mark Andrews did nothing last week, no catches, and this guy still only has eight receptions in the last three games. Yeah. $6,400 as a flex. I'm, I'm all out on Duvernay here. I'm all out. Yeah. I, I would not put him in a lineup. Bateman still is also a risk with him being on the foot injury. Mm-hmm. But, and that's why I can't take the Ravens in this game. There's too much going on with Mark Andrews, too much going on with Bateman still being hurt. Duvernay doesn't do much. This is either, It's all Lamar. It's yeah. all on him, and that's why he has these interceptions and fumbles. Yeah. At some point, he just he can't do it all. It is all Lamar. It that's is. why I want to roll with him as my captain. <laughs> but in the shy guy portion of this, I'm going to agree with you. And I'm going to jump to the other side of the field, but same team, going Rashard Bateman. Rashard Bateman's $7,000. Yeah. There's no way I'm paying $7,000 for this guy. This guy last week was four out of five for 42 yards. Okay? That's not worth 7000 to me. And you were playing the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. You're playing a team that's six against the pass. The Bucks are good against the pass. To me... Not worth it. I, I'm not paying seven thousand for Rashard Bateman. I'm staying away from him. It, it, nothing against Bateman. Yeah, he might be a great player, but I don't like him this week. It's too much money. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's seven thousand is too much when you can only start six people, and and I've already had to pay almost twenty thousand dollars for yeah. Lamar Jackson. So Rashard Bateman for me is out. I'm not even. I'm not even interested. I'm not even looking. He's just out of the category. Yeah. Somebody on my value play on this game is uh, Rashard Perriman. He's only twelve hundred. Uh, Julio's out like he is every week. Uh, I think even Mike Evans was questionable. I don't yeah. know what. Of course, it's just they didn't practice, so we'll yeah. know more tomorrow. But I think Perriman's at twelve hundred bucks. That guy sometimes comes in and has six catches for a touchdown. He could be a game changer at twelve hundred. It's good I, value. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. No, I'm with you hundred percent. There's. There's a few players that uh, that have interesting value. I think Justin Tucker is a good value in yes. this one. I really do because Justin Tucker is a guy that can hit the fifty and sixty yarders pretty much effortlessly. Yeah. And 
If he gets three, you know, if he gets three field goals, couple, yeah. couple on the forty, he kicks two fifty yarders. I yeah. mean, that's that's ten points. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a different. That's a different. I mean, yep. I think is that's how it works in DraftKings, right? It's, it's four a and five. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I mean, yeah. So that's ten points yep. right there. And I, you know, I, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. So I have the Ravens winning this game. You have the Bucks. I'll circle us in. Um, we both think the quarterback should be the ride or die. You you yep, got, Brady, got Brady. I got Lamar. So now let's jump into the. Sunday, Sunday. Games. Oh, yeah. So you want to do the games first, and then we give our picks, or should we give our picks and then do the games? We can do either way. We should do the picks last. Let's pick, let's okay. pick the games last. All Why right. don't you start with your – you want to do Shy Guy on this one and then move our way up to the ride or die? Um, sure. I'll go with Shy Guy. I like to start at the bottom, man. All right. I like I'm, to start at the bottom. I'm going to shy away this – and it pains me to do this, man. It pains me to do <laughs> this because I got two of his jerseys at home. But I got to shy away from Prescott. 6,600. Chicago's defense is third versus the pass. They're 29th versus the rush. This is going to be a Zeke and Tony Pollard show as it should be. The formula for Dallas to win is for Dak Prescott to throw the ball less than 30 times a game. Stay on the ground, control the clock, ground and pound, good defense. But the problem is for fantasy, it kills you. Kills you. 6,600, there's too many other guys. Prime example, way better option this week. Going up against Seattle, okay? Seattle is 23rd in the league against the pass. Daniel Jones is playing them. They're 29th in the league against the rush. Right. So this is a dan- this is a this is this is a, a platter just laid right. out before Daniel <laughs> yeah. Jones. Now I say that and he'll probably, you know, have eight <laughs> points, but but Daniel Jones only fifty seven hundred bucks. Yeah. And he's a great option this week to put in your lineup. Marcus Mariota, $5,400. Carolina, 21st ranked run defense, 19th ranked pass defense. What does Mariota do like Jones? Likes to run. Both of these guys, to me, way better options than Dak Prescott. I'm shying away from America's team's quarterback, (laughs) Dak Prescott. I'm sorry to do it, Dak, but I got to back off. So funny. My shy guy is from this same game. I think you have to bench David Montgomery. $6,300 $6,300 at Dallas. Yeah. Not only is you know the price point at 6300 but they're playing Dallas. Yep. Dallas has a good defense. And I really feel like Khalil Herbert's taking over this backfield. He is. Every week, I'm like, oh, there goes Herbert for another touchdown while David Montgomery's on the sidelines, yep. and it's getting more and more. Yep. This is Khalil Herbert's team, I think, for the most part. Now, Montgomery's going to have a week that, that shuts my mouth, and that's cool. Yeah, he'll have them. It'll happen. But at 6300 at Dallas, oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm staying away. Yep, I wouldn't pay that much for nope. him either. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, we're talking about running backs. That leads me into my try guy. All right. My try guy this week is going to cost $5,400, and that is running back for the Atlanta Falcons, Tyler Algier. I like this kid, Frank. I like him a lot. On the season... He's got 70 attempts, 285 yards. In the last two weeks, he's had 15 or more attempts in both games. I like Tyler Algier. Look, Cordell Patterson's on IR. He's going to be out for a while. To me, with again, Seattle is the 29th ranked rush defense. I see, I, I see a scenario here where, just like last week, he can sneak in a goal line play. But I, I I really like this kid a lot, and it's and it's the price. That's really what does it. Fifty four hundred bucks, man. This guy is a great option. You could throw in at flex. I, I'm going to use him at flex. I mean, we play against each other, so I hate yeah. to say this, but I'm going to use him as my flex because I feel like the, per, the 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 opportunity is there and the volume is there, and 
the fact that this defense has struggled in Seattle to stop the run, to me, for fit, I, I don't know how he's fifty four hundred bucks. Yeah, it's shocking to me that he's fifty four hundred bucks. But I got to go with him. Got to go with him. Got to go with him. So my try guy this week, somebody you've talked about on the show, you'll get a good giggle out of this. <laughs> so last week, um, Detroit played Dallas, as you know. Mm-hmm. Pollard and Zeke, hundred and forty yards rushing. Zeke had two touchdowns. I'm going with my boy Raheem Mostert at Detroit. Come on, come the- on. Three, last three weeks, Raheem Mostert, two of those weeks, had over 20 fantasy points and two of the last three weeks. They're going up against Detroit. You saw what the Cowboys done, and you saw what multiple other teams have done against Detroit secondary. I think Raheem Mostert is going to be 59. I'm sorry, he is 5,900, and they're at Detroit. And I watched the Dolphins on Sunday night play Pittsburgh. Tua changed. That game changed. Mm-hmm. Tua, I've never seen him get the ball out so fast. And he said that in the pregame. He said, I'm trying to change a little bit of the game flow. And Mike McDaniel basically gave him quick reads, quick outs. And he was hitting everybody very fast. I think it's going to be a lot of dump-offs to Mostert, as well as running. I think 100 yards combined rushing, receiving, and a touchdown for Mostert at 5,900. I'm taking him. Yeah, I uh, that that that's He's an interesting in the, one. Chase is not in the game anymore. No. It's, it's Mostert's team now. Yeah, which is crazy because I yep. didn't see that I didn't coming. See it. He's gone from Raheem Mostert yes. to Raheem Mostert. Hasn't been hurt. I mean, it's, it, it's week what week yeah, eight? Not hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, this is it's crazy. It's crazy, and again, it's the curse of the 49ers. This guy couldn't stay healthy. He yep. goes to Miami, and now he's going to be the starting running back. Nah, man, that's uh, that's very interesting. Yeah. And I. Uh, you guys are a different team with Tua, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it's, this. Oh my gosh! With Tua, you're a different football team, Frank. Um, Waddle and Hill were wide open yeah. again. I was like, oh, these guys yeah. are wide open again. Okay, cool. I'm impressed with Tua this year. Yeah. He's earned a lot of my respect. Yep. I'm starting to think he might be the long term answer. He's a better quarterback than what people gave him credit Absolutely. for. He's just accurate. He's accurate. That's the biggest thing with him. He puts the ball where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and he's accurate. The deep passes are still mm-hmm. <clears throat> cringing my teeth because yep. they're underthrown, but. Anything under 15, 20 yards, middle of the field, yep. sideline, golden. You know what I love? There's a certain podcast, not saying any names, but Pocket Aces podcast, that months ago said this about Tua. We said yeah. he's going to be great this year. While everybody was saying, oh, Tua sucks, oh, he's going to be the Achilles heel of this team. No, 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 no. You and I both said it. We said, no, He. this is the moment for him. He's an accurate passer. He. They beefed up the offensive line. They he's helped him this out. Year. Yeah. I mean, Tua's been great. Yep. I know. Speaking of great. I'm going to tell you who the ride or die right. is that you absolutely have to start this week. He will be in every single DraftKings lineup that I do because I probably write will this do down, multiple so ones. I'm going to see but this He will on be Sunday. in every one. <laughs> he is ride or die. He is as ride or die as it gets. He's going to cost you $8,400. But he's going up against the worst run defense in the league. You might know him as Derek the Freight Train Henry. This guy, let's just look at the last three games. You talk about, you know, how um, uh, Aaron Jones is only getting yeah. four carries at halftime. Let me tell you who's not getting four <laughs> carries at halftime. In the last three games, these are his numbers. 22 attempts, 114 yards, and a touchdown. 28 attempts, 102 yards, and a touchdown. 30 attempts, 128 <laughs> yards. Attempts. This guy is going to be the bell cow against the worst run defense in the league. This guy probably should be $10,000 on DraftKings. I don't care that he's $8,400. i am going to find a way to make it work. Right. Derrick Henry, 
ride or die. I'm riding all the way to victory. <laughs> I think Tannehill was questionable. I don't know what – I didn't read that yet. Mm-hmm. But I think if he's out of the game, it's definitely a run game then. Absolutely. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a and game And it might even benefit Henry even more. Yes. Because their backup is a guy who runs the football. And that makes defense. Oh, Malik. I forgot about him. I, right. forgot, I haven't heard that My, name in a while. Malik. I forgot. Malik might will us to victory because he can open up even more lanes Forgot for Derrick Henry. Him. Dude, Derrick Henry is a stud. The guy is just, year after year, he's just the bell cow, the workhorse. He just beats a defense down. Man, Houston, to me, it's not just that their defense is worse than the league against the run. It's that their offense doesn't put long, sustaining drives together, which means more punts, more short yardages. Who benefits in short yards yeah. better than Derrick Henry? Nobody. I love Derrick Henry. If he was eighteen thousand, I'd have him in my lineup this week. Yeah, Derrick Henry's the man this week. I'm riding somebody for one reason. It's my contrarian play, man. Two weeks ago, I said put Chase in at New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I was right. It was first time Chase blew up all year. Other than that, he was doing fifty yards a week. You're going to love this. This is going to be great. You're going to see it on Sunday. I'm not lying to you. You (laughs) will see it. You've been right about a lot this year. This is not a ride or die when you look at the list of the players you take in the you know the first mm-hmm. five, six players that are seven, eight, nine. Th- Brandon Cooks, it's your time, buddy. Whoa. Brandon Cooks versus Tennessee. They're not a good secondary. I know they just played the Colts, and the Colts didn't do mm-hmm. anything, but that's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan doesn't Dang. do anything. Brandon Cooks is 5,900. Through seven weeks, he's got 281 yards and a touchdown. It will not continue. Wow. Just like it, just like I said with Chase. And I said, that's the game. You're going to have two touchdowns from Chase. And he did. Brandon Cooks, this is your day, man. Wow. I got to give credit where credit's due. I didn't see that one coming. You, you, you got I didn't me on ta- that I didn't want to take somebody that was so obvious. And I'm like, this is a guy that just last year, I remember at the mm-hmm. end of the year, I was like, how does Brandon Cooks have 150 yards and two touchdowns? And it was going like that. The last yep. seven weeks, it was like every week. I'm like, at some week, this guy's going to pick it up, man. I think this is the week. I got to be honest with they're, you. They're at home playing Tennessee. Yeah. If you hit this, if the, if you do hit this, <laughs> okay. that's going to be the greatest ride or die prediction in the history of this podcast. So far, yeah. I mean, because I hope, that, man, I'm yeah. rewatching. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I mean, and again, it's so hard. I don't care who you are. Nobody can predict fantasy Nobody this year. Predict. It's been so crazy, and we're going by, you know, our gut feelings. We're going by some of the stats that we look at, but it's still a guessing game. Yep. I mean, everybody knows that. Everybody who plays the Commanders knows. won last week. Exactly. I mean, it's, exactly. Everybody the knows. Panthers blew out the Bucks. Nobody blew saw them that out. Coming. Nobody. Saw I was reading an article when we were talking about that on sports betting. The line on the Bucks in that game, like even the money line, yeah. where you can win. Money line is basically they're going to win. There's no right. point spread. It was like 96% on the Bucks. There was bets, they said, at MGM, 225000 on the money line, which means all the Bucks had to do was win. The guy was only going to win like 14000 <laughs> He put up 22000 I'm sorry, 225000 to win four grand, and he wow. lost his 225000 crazy. 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 That's, that's what crazy. the NFL is this year. Yep. That's where somebody's like, thank you, Thank Tom you for my quarter Brady. million. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. Vegas, they said, Vegas. They, said they cleaned up on that yeah, game oh, last I week. They won at basically every bet. Guarantee it. Not and that's a, what not the NFL is. It's that's what's happening every week. You cannot S- predict it. Speaking of cleaning up, how are we looking on our pick predictions? I got them right here. You're you lost one game again last Come week. On. You took the Niners. I have it on yeah, paper if you want to right. see it. You no, took the right. Niners to beat the Chiefs, and now you're fifty-seven and forty-one, and I'm sixty-one and thirty-seven. So you're down four. You took the Ravens. I took the Bucks. Broncos at Jags. I've already made my uh, pick, so I'm not changing. Yeah. So 
Okay. Okay. So we got the Broncos at the Jags. I'm going to go with the Jags. I got the Broncos. I think this is a game where Russell Wilson comes back. Okay. He's ready to play. They, got, they have to have this game. They I heard. I, I, I saw a report that he was literally exercising halfway through the flight to London in the <laughs> aisle of the plane. So <laughs> he's either crazy you, or determined. I'm sure he is sick and tired of the PR and the negative press. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's ready he has to come to be, man. man. Russ has had a career of being yes. a winner. This has got to be hard for him. Yep. I, I agree with you, man. This has got to be hard for Russ. That guy's had a career Still want the Jags? of being a winner. I do want the Jags, <laughs> though. Right. I like the Jags. Panthers coming off a huge win at the Falcons. At the Falcons. I know the Panthers are coming off a huge win, but I think it's time for them to get back to the normal, and that's losing. Um, I think the Falcons win this game. I got the Falcons winning too. I think that was a that was a, like a, their Super yeah. Bowl. I yeah. think that was the Panthers Super Bowl, yeah. and that they they won that game. Yeah. And that's, you get up to play against oh Tom Brady. Yep. You know what I mean? Bears. Never mind. Bears at Cowboys. Let me circle yeah, this. I we mean, both got yeah. the Cowboys. Of course, of course. Dolphins are at the Lions. Um, yeah, I mean, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dolphins. Exactly. Dolphins. Exactly. Cards at the Vikings. Not an easy one. I don't this think. is this is a tough one. But you know, I'll be honest with you. There's there's something telling me to take the Cards, and that the only reason I'm doing it is the DeAndre Hopkins effect. Um. I said to I said to make him a ride or die. He was solid. Oh my gosh! Okay? Yeah. He was solid, man. This is Kyler's guy. Okay, Kyler again. He's going to pepper him with targets, man. He's going to and he opens things up for other people. Everybody talks about the game that Benjamin had, and B- Benjamin had a good game. But that's in part because defenses have to focus on Hopkins. They don't have a choice. Yeah. And and it's opening other things up. And as much as I think the Vikings are playing well, and they're they're a legit five and one team, I'm actually going to go with Cardinals on this. Before one. I make this pick, my ride or die last week was Josh Jacobs. Man, that dude is just on He's fire. On fire, fire, man. He is balling I took the out. cards as well. I've already got yep. it circled. I took the cards. I think they're going to come wow. in here. Coming off that win versus the Saints, I think DeAndre Hopkins adds another element that they didn't have. Yep. I think they're they're looking, I agree. They're going to look a lot better. Raiders are at the Saints. Raiders at the Saints. Interesting. Um, I, th- this is the toilet bowl to me, man. Uh, yeah. I you you could pick any. They're at New Orleans. It's at the Saints. So if it's at New Orleans, I'm gonna go with New Orleans just because they're at home. I have no other reason. I- I'm taking the Raiders. You think I- Josh I just, Jacobs I think just does it I think again? the talents there. I think the Saints secondary is, is not in good shape. They're, look at look what the Cardinals did to them. Yeah, I mean they, the Cardinals put up some points. I got the I got the Raiders. Patriots at the Jets. Patriots at the Jets. Interesting game. Um, I do think that things will get back on track this week. I think the Patriots win this football I game. I took the Patriots as well. I think I think uh, Brees Hall going down, it's going to change their whole offense. It changes offense. a lot. Changes I agree. everything. Changes a lot. Belichick's probably just fuming from that Bears loss. Oh. I mean fuming. Oh, yeah. And I did see <laughs> that Mac Jones has been officially named the starter going That's into this week. You think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Every time Zap comes in, he's... He's on. Yeah. Yeah, not that he's looking fabulous, right? But he comes in and he does different things. I do agree, though. You got to pick one and you got to go with him. You can't yeah, keep you bouncing know. back and forth. You know, whether it's Baby Zappy, I call him Baby, Baby Zappy because that's what my son calls him, and he thought his name was Baby Zappy. So it's that's always awesome. he's like, "How great is this name, Baby Zappy?" Yeah. So I just went with it. So if you're gonna go with Baby Zappy, you got to go with Baby Zappy. And if you're gonna go with Little Mac, Little you know, Mac. you remember him from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, right? right. If you're gonna go with Little Mac. Well, then you got to go with Little Mac because at the end of the day. You you you, you got to pick a quarterback, yeah. man. You got to let these guys get comfortable. But yeah, that, it'll be interesting to see how yeah. it plays out. Uh, Steelers at the Eagles. I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles on this one. As much as I don't want the Eagles to win, yeah. I gotta go with the Eagles. I'm with the Eagles. Steelers offense just this yeah. can't move the ball. I mean, they, no, just can't they got move problems. It. Yep. This is gonna be Mike Tomlin's first losing season. I hate to I th- say yeah. it, but it's it's a rebuild. Yeah, and it's it not is. a knock to him. It's just it's a rebuild. Yeah. Titans are at the Texans. Gotta go with the Titans. Going with the Titans. Yeah. Uh, I got the Texans at home. They've only won Whoa. one game. I, I I think I think Houston's going to win this game. All right. 
that goes right back to my brain to cooks ride or die. Yeah, so I hear you. I, I, I like had to it. go with the whole thing. I'm just going all in. Hey, I like it. Commanders are at the Colts. Commanders are at the Colts. You know, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but the Colts are so bad right now. And then you hear that Matt Ryan, not that Matt Ryan's been great, but he's not playing. I'm going to go with the Colts because I'm never picking the Commanders because they suck. I, I was I was smiling I because I've already got the Colts circled. Yeah. Same thing. Commanders coming off of a high beat in Green Bay. This is going to be the, yeah. oh, the Commanders and right. the Commanders. I'm I, never I picking the, the Commanders. I can't do it. 49ers at the Rams. Rams coming off a bye at home. So I want to pick the Niners, but I'm going to go with the Rams because Jimmy Garoppolo has been finding ways to help the Niners lose, and I think he does it again. I hate to do this. I've already circled 49ers. I'm sticking okay. with it. I think okay. the 49ers are going to win. The Rams don't look good on the offensive line. Giants at the Seahawks. This is one of the best games of the week. Best games of the week. I'm actually going to go with the Seahawks on this one. And I don't, I, I mean, I want the Giants to lose, obviously, because they're in our division. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think it's the Kenneth Walker, Matthew. He's the difference maker. Yes. I think he keeps, I think he keeps drives alive. Yep. I, I got Seattle as well. I think that the Giants are going to come down to earth a little bit here. It's yeah, still I think a close game. Right. Might be a higher scoring game than we think, too. Yep. Uh, Packers are at the Bills. I mean, you got to go with the Bills, right? You got to go with the Bills. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad game here because the Bengals are at the Browns. They're, they're on the road Monday night. Bengals at the Browns. I'm going to go with the Bengals. They're just hot right now. Everything's working for them. Yeah, the way the the way the Browns have been playing. I mean, they, no. they're in the games, but they're not going to be good enough to no. cover these no. receivers. And if how T. The Higgins Browns is back get on Monday night. These games are picked so long ago. It's just like yeah. the Thursday game. So they were they were horrible. Yeah. You know, and the Broncos run every night. It seemed like. Yeah, you're it's right. Just, they, the games are picked. I think they should flex more games like they do at the end of the year. Yeah. Where like week seventeen and eighteen are flexed mm-hmm. to either Saturday night or Sunday night. I think they should do that, you know, starting about week eight as yeah, opposed me, to end. Match a question off the off the wall question. Whose fans are more disappointed, the Commanders or the Lakers? I think the Lakers. <laughs> I, I texted you earlier this week. The Lakers. I think they play tonight. Zero and three. Love it. Love it. I think LeBron's going to absolutely lose his mind by what is it? Uh, mm-hmm. By Turkey Day. Yeah. By Turkey Day, this team could be. They're going to win at some point, obviously. It's a long season in basketball, but... If only he could have got to go play with Steph. Things might just have been different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. I'm following it. The Wizards actually look pretty good. You yeah. Got, you know, I've, been, yeah. I've been watching, you know, every night, watching the scores, yep. watching, not watching every game, but, yeah, when I saw the Lakers lose first week, and then they lost week, the second game, and yep. I was like, oh, the Lakers are now 0-3. It's yeah. Like, I love it. Oh, man. I love it, dude. I want them to miss the playoffs again. I'm not a Lakers fan. I respect the franchise. I respect the great players, but I'm not a fan. You know, I'm a Jordan guy. There's no I'm not way a LeBron guy. I just, you know, there's I'm a, no way they come back and, and not come back. They're only zero and three. There's no way they make a run at the playoffs. There's too many good teams yeah. in the West. There's just too many out there. Yep. Denver, Golden State, Portland. It's yeah. Know, Memphis. There's so many teams that are better than them. Have yeah. better talent, younger talent. They're an old, washed up team. I agree with you. They're done. I agree. It's good, dude. It's going to be so. I can't <laughs> wait. I, it's so interesting. But, Frank, great podcast. Yeah, buddy. man. It's fun. Uh, guys, if you haven't, first off, if you've tuned in, you've watched the whole show because I know we've been well it's over an hour. Um, thank you. Um, We're so grateful to everybody who tunes in and watches the show. Uh, we love doing this. Um, But the other thing is, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that like button. Hit the notification bell so that you'll get notifications every time we do a show. Uh, we put out a show every week, and we're going to continue to do this, not just through football season. I mean, we'll be going yeah, the whole year basketball. talking about everything. World Series starts Friday? Yes, I know. Crazy. Hey, how about my boy Bryce Harper? Oh, I know. And, and thing, Bryce. When, when he left Washington, I know you're about to end the show. When he left Washington, I was so disappointed. But same with Trey Turner. Same with Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. They've given away everybody. It's just yep. like... 
I might as well root for Bryce. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Might as well just root Absolutely. for Bryce. Same thing. It's Soto yep. was with the Padres. If Padres mm-hmm. would have made it, I'd been rooting for the Padres. Absolutely. I hey, I, I'd love I'd love to see it happen for him. So yep. you know what? God bless him, man. Yep. God bless him. And hey, I give the Phillies props. You know, it's I want them to be the team that gets a championship out of the way this year. So it's not the other one, if you know what I mean. Because yeah, right. you know what I mean. So. Right. But, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, like I said, hit us up in the comments section below. Let us know what you think. And uh, from your boy Big D. Frank the Tank. We are out. out.